Ladies and gentlemen, we are Let's talk some MMA. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of AMP Radio, brought to you as ever by the AMP Radio Network. This week, we're here to do a big one, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Every now and then, the train just keeps rolling, and we just do card after card. <clears throat> Hashtag UFC Singapore. We'll talk about that in a, just a minute. Uh, but we're here to do Hashtag UFC 244, also known as Masvidal versus Diaz, of course which will be going down from the greatest arena on earth, right? DJ Tony, is that what they call it? I believe so. The MSG. Uh, We will get right into that. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, at the top, we have to address the news that dropped after we did our show last week. But I I will get into this in a second. My name is Proteus. I'm coming at you live and direct from the International Studios. That's right, Brantford, Ontario. Live and direct. Um, it's rainy and cold here. Apparently, uh, it's just the same kind of weather that they're having down there, deep in the heart of Texas. But we'll get to that in a second as well. Um, DJ Tony, let's go ahead and get into this card. Let's go ahead and bring in the hosts. Pause that. One second. Let me give the breakdown of what we're going to do. I'm getting excited here, guys. There's too much. There's too much on my brain right now, guys. I do apologize. So what we're going to do is we're going to break down the news that happened after we recorded last week. Of course, Nate Diaz uh, was popped um, uh, with a positive test. Not so much. Okay, we'll get into that. There is breaking news as we record this show right now about uh, the co-main event. Calvin Gastelum versus Darren Till is in jeopardy because Darren Till does not have a visa yet. We'll get into that. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we do, main event, co-main event, everyone has been had a, a something to say you know do we want to give our our thoughts on the co-main event if it's not going to happen yes i want to have our picks recorded just in case the fight does happen guys but we will talk about whether or not it's actually going to go through in the that part of the show when we get to it and if we have time because i think we might run over again guys because last week we talked about three fights and we went almost an hour talking about three fights so if we have time we will do everyone's favorite segment of the show hashtag spotlight fight of the night now dj tony let's go ahead and bring in the, the co-hosts of the show the stars of the show that's right including you but we'll start with the the woman who wears the wrong kind of blue but she's from north carolina it's pam from north carolina to put some respect on that blue you forgot to mention, not only am I a co-host, I am the biggest effing Nate Diaz fan ever. Ever. Well, we were going to get into that. What's up, guys? We were going to get into that. I had a plan, but that's okay. You got, I got, you can ruin it. No worries. Um, Bow down to your queen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, we will also get into the results of what happened last week. Woo! I am last so excited for this UFC fight. Let me Singapore. just go. Woo! Because I'm excited. Okay, I'm good now. I bet you we start oh, the show man. with that one. Like Woo! if I could punch someone, <laughs> I would punch someone right now because I'm so excited for this fight. Oh, 
I mean, go find a random out on the streets of uh, North Carolina. Yeah, well, you know, Paul's got a bag out there in the garage. I might have to do that. Hey, are you going to go to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings for the uh, bad motherfucker sauce on the wings? I hear that's a thing. Oh, you know what? I am the whitest Mexican ever in this. I do not eat spicy anything. <laughs> the whitest Mexican on earth. I cannot eat spice. All right. Well, on that know, note, right? let's go ahead and bring in the big boss man himself, fresh Someone from spicy. returning from from sack. Because I'm not allowed to call it the sack. It's Tony time, bitches. Cut from the 415, not the 916. Orale, Sacktown. Orale. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do what's his face from Miami. What's Did his you name? put your mat Nicole? down? I can't do it. You didn't put your mat down? My what? Tupac. That's where they put their mat down. In Sacktown. Uh, Sure. <laughs> Hammy with the reference, <laughs> old school reference. Wow. <laughs> Love it. So, DJ Tony, uh, what's up, man? What's happening? How's, how's things? You excited? Is, are you ready to go outside and punch somebody because you're so excited about this main event? I've been ready to punch someone for several months, but uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to hold back on those comments. But, yeah, like the great Marco always says, let's talk some. Mama. Nothing to see here, right? Nothing to see here. Nothing. Let's move on. All right. Let's move to the star of the show himself. As I mentioned at the top, having kind of the same kind of weather that we're having up here in the uh, true north strong and free. Let's go ahead and bring him in. It's Marco from Waco, brother. Toronto is cold and rainy. Texas is cold and rainy. I don't know what North Carolina is, but I know for sure California is burning. Are you safe there, T.J. Tony? Are you near any, any of those fires? I'm just concerned yeah. about you, man. California I, is an inferno right now. I totally appreciate it. No, the, the mean streets of Danville right now, all we're stuck with are some occasional PG&E shutdowns. But, um, no, thank God. I mean, I'm safe. The air quality is bad. There's fires literally all around me. But, thank God, um, I'm safe. Yeah. Part. Thank you, Marco. Say, so much for freaking trying to move to California. Yeah. Move to Texas. <laughs> I know. We, only, we only have to deal with tornadoes here. Hey, um... <laughs> Uh, you know what? Let's talk some MMA. <laughs> Absolutely, Marco. So let's go ahead and get right into it because, as I mentioned at the top, uh, we did have a bit of news that we did not cover, of course, because at the time of recording our last show, uh, the news had not broken. Um, so let's get you to comment real quickly, Marco. And, uh, you know, Nate Diaz, of course, was uh, at the time 
came out with the news. He broke it that he was uh, flagged uh, for a uh, potential violation um, through USADA. Of course, uh, everything did end up getting itself worked out. Um, The UFC did not want to lose their main event on this particular fight card since I I would assume, Marco, that MSG is probably pretty expensive to rent for uh, even just one night. Um, So anyways, um, the event is still on. The main event is still on. And in my opinion, Marco, with all the rounds that uh, this story got on ESPN and, of course, Larone and Showtime uh, blowing up the AMP radio um, message line, um, I, I couldn't believe how much uh, Larone and, and, and Showtime were talking about this when the news broke. And all I could think in my mind, Marco, is oh, this is so good for the event. It's selling this event so good, but also really, uh, you know, screwing the pooch for USC Singapore. Um, but as that, as that one turned out, I guess um, we really wanted the attention to be on this particular event and not on the performance that Ben Askren uh, gave us um, from Singapore. So, Marco, what were your thoughts? I mean, break, us, break it down for us. Like, when you heard the news after we recorded the show and then, of course, everything worked itself out, we throw to you. So... When I first heard the news, I heard it on SiriusXM because it broke right before uh, DMC was about to sign out and pass it to MMA tonight. And uh, I freaked out, man. I saw this fight was not going to happen. Because we have seen, you know, Nate Diaz pull out of fights before, like enter the podium fight that was supposed to happen, and he never did. So when Nate Diaz get ahead of his ass, you know, chances are he doesn't care about the money. He doesn't care about anything. Uh... Okay. The, the, the fight might be in, in jeopardy, but he pulled the, the biggest cancer move ever. I mean, he, he, he doesn't just move the needle, he moved the planetary axis, and uh, he made the USC and USADA exonerate him in less than 30 hours, man. Uh, like, Luke Thomas reported that they did not expedite the test, they already got the test done. They, they already knew that uh, there was a tainted supplement, uh, but they, they were trying to hold on and exonerate him, and they just say, screw you, you exonerate me now, there is no fight. And this fight is trending so big right now that uh, I think yeah. ESPN, MSG, and everybody and their mother, even the USC, is like, hey, we, we, better, we better clear. Like, it was all hands on deck to get this, this clear out in such a record time. You know who's pissed off right now? Dazon, Golden Boy. I'm freaking Canelo because the Canelo Kovali fight is getting no, no freaking attention whatsoever. It's happening at the same time that they, uh, this fight is, is trending so big right now. Everybody's talking about Nadia's versus freaking Mazda. Go figure. And uh, nobody's talking about Canelo Kovali. And it is because Nadia's yeah. became, like, I mean, he got a core personality and, and he, he freaking. Multiply that tenfold last week with the mood that he pooped. The, 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 the mood that he pulled. Uh, dude, I can't wait for this fight right now. <laughs> it's going to be really good. And uh, yeah. in a way, uh, Nate Diaz has done more for uh, anti-doping rights for fighters than any other fighter because he exposed the Jusara's uh, faults and how are they willing to move when the, when the money is right, I guess. So now other fighters got a precedent, and 
that is just, uh, an argument for another day. I'm just so happy he pulled this move. Show everybody that he is a needle mover that he is. And uh, this fight has happened. That uh, after his name was completely exonerated, we get this fight, and that is all people are talking about now. Yeah, I think it's, like you said, Marco, I think it's um, a precedent-setting move. I think that um, if any other fighter is smart and this happens to them as well, uh, that, you know, you would have to use the same uh, course of action. Now, yeah, another thing that I wanted to say... Uh, go one ahead. caveat. One caveat. This fight is trending to sell one million pay-per-views at, at the very least. That is sixty-four yeah. million dollars that motivates everybody involved to get this fight done. You know, and remember, Usada, Usada gets paid by the USA, so you don't want to, you don't want to be yep. the fight, the hand that, uh, that feeds you. So yeah, uh, and ESPN, you know, they got the best interest because they know they're now pay-per-view partners with the USC too. So everybody, their mother was very best on get, getting this fight happening. Yeah, there was two things that I thought when this whole thing happened. One, if you're not working for ESPN uh, and you're covering the sport of MMA, uh, you're in trouble moving forward. Uh, secondly, um, oh, wow, brain went dead. Let's move to Pamela. Pamela, yeah. um, listen, the UFC, if, 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 if what I'm to believe from what I heard from uh, the co-main event podcast, that there was uh, news on the street that, the UFC was looking to move the level of picograms up. I mean, we, I mean, the jokes about picograms are there. We've heard them about John Jones. I don't think that we're going to use those same jokes uh, when we're referring to uh, Nate Diaz. But, Pammy, back to the original mm-hmm. question. When this news came through, like you said, you're, you're the hugest Nate Diaz fan. You're so excited for this event. What were your thoughts when you heard the news? Well, first of all, I was at work. It was my Saturday to work, so I, I didn't. I missed all the fights uh, from Singapore, and you know I can't have my phone on at work, but I could put it on mute. And I mean, my phone was blowing up, and it kept lighting up, lighting up, lighting up. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it wasn't until after I got off work that I saw all this stuff. And Larone had messaged me, and and Showtime. And, you know, about, um, and I, you know, truthfully, and, and I remember you had said something to me, and I had said, I don't believe it, because and, and, you had said, yeah. I never get excited when Nate fights, because you don't ever know. But, and my response to you until, was like, it's not true, I don't, I don't believe it. Happens, I don't get excited, yeah. Yeah, and, right. and truthfully, and, and, you know, it's not because I, I know everything, but I, truthfully, I, I did not believe it. I, I did not believe it, because, you know, that's my guy, that's been my guy since for ever and I was thinking and, and this and I'll give you a little bit of input maybe you guys didn't think about this um in 12 plus years that he's fought how many times has he tested for anything even weed as much weed as he smokes he's never tested positive for anything how many times has he has he pulled out um just to pull out for injury or whatever he's never pulled out and I don't know I how think, many times he's pulled out I apologize uh, well, he's That's got a baby said. so he missed one um, uh. <laughs> but um, well, uh, the, the thing that I found quite interesting was that the thing that I found quite interesting, and you can call me a conspiracy theory kind of person, but you know, what's his nuts? Just had his press conference in um, in uh, Russia. Uh, Russia, 
and one of the the um, news people asked him about his sexual um, yeah. assault allegation, and they hushed him up right away. You know, we're not here to yeah. talk about what that. What does this have to do with the so, fight, though? Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I, I just thought it was very convenient. I thought it was very convenient that all this happened and hushed up that whole thing. That's uh, yeah, oh, I see where you're going with that. My apologies. See, yeah, my apologies be, for talking on And then it turned out to be bullshit. Uh-huh. So, yeah. that, uh, I, 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 I don't know about the Conor McGregor yeah. thing. I don't want to talk about it. Conor McGregor is not my favorite person. So we fell. Mine either, but that's why I'm saying it was just too convenient. But that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I, I never doubted Nate, and, and you know that I, I never doubted him because I told you guys. Uh, okay. I knew this was going to take up some time, but I want to get – what because uh, my uh, my casual fans, they come out uh, – my friends that are casual fans, they come out of the woodwork when there's a big fight. And Marco – uh, you know, my my casual fan came out of the the woodwork. It says, "Oh, we gotta we gotta line up our viewing party. We gotta get together. We gotta watch this fight." So I'm excited. Like you said, man, it's trending to to be big numbers. So let's go ahead and get your thoughts. Thank you. To the welterweight division we go. Jorge Masvidal against your man, Nate Diaz, will be coming at us live and direct um, Saturday, November the second. As I mentioned at the top of the show, from Madison Square Garden, uh, the granddaddy of them all, actually, really, truthfully. Um, Nate Diaz, well, Pammy's going to give us all the records, and she's going to give us all the height and everything. So, Mark, I'm going to throw directly to you, because I always do that. Uh, I will, however, give you the odds before we get into it right now, live and direct from Best Fight Odds. I'm just refreshing right now, Marco, so we can get the freshest odds we can get. Jorge Masvidal coming at us at a minus 155 right now, Marco. Nate Diaz coming back at us at a plus 135, brother. What you got in the main event? Oh, man, this fight is going to be so entertaining. Well, here, here we have two former lightweights that move up to welterweight. And uh, they find themselves at this point of their careers where they, they, their studies shining the brightest. Uh, I... I don't want to insult anybody, but they, they were kind of sort of journeymen, but no journeymen on the sense that we're just average fighters. Is that they've been, I mean, Masvidal was everywhere. It's Triforce, Bellator, Pro Elite, and uh, he, fought for a title, he fought for the title in Triforce against Gilbert Melendez a long time ago. He he, he, he always been so good, but always kind of, kind of like at the edge of stardom, and he finally got what he was supposed to be probably years ago. And maybe yes, He's been, you know, he has to be pro, uh, promoted properly. They never understood the call of personality this guy got behind him, and it took the Conor McGregor fight for the UFC to understand that this guy is the needle mover that he is. Uh, dude, I've been going back and forward on uh, who's going to win this fight. I think of uh, Nate Diaz volume that had caused uh, freaking massive problems in the past. I think that... Uh, Masvidal being the, the, the more complete fighter, he's a good wrestler, he's a good jiu-jitsu fighter, he, he got power of his punches, he can also play the volume game, and he got cardio for days. We know neither one of these guys are going to get a freaking tired. But put it this way, if this fight goes to a decision, historically speaking, Masvidal has lost way too many split decisions. And I think this guy, this guy's advice is going to be so back and forth. It's going to go to a decision. 
and Nate Diaz is going to edge this fight out by a close, racial close, 48, 47, 47, 48, 48, 47, a split decision. And he will be the BMA champion, but controversially. So I'm picking Nate Diaz in a, an historically uh, split decision just because Masvidal never gets those decisions. So that's, that's my pick. Nate Diaz, my split decision. You know what I've noticed? And that you guys are decisionators. Pam always goes, oh, this person's a decisionator. All of you guys are decisionators. All you do is pick decisions. Marco. That is my mother's operandi, and I've been right more times than not. <laughs> you, you're just going to keep riding it. All right, Pam, let's throw to you. Uh, this is the big fight. Of course, we know, as I mentioned last week, you, all the candles went out to all the fans. Uh, you're, 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 you send out the pictures of every time you meet uh, Nate Diaz in Vegas. So, I mean, I'm sure this one's going to be a surprise who you're going to pick. So why don't you go ahead and give us your pick? And, of course, uh, as Marco was asking, can you give him all the pertinent information about, mm-hmm. you know, size difference, height difference, records, all that that stuff? Okay. Nate's favorite color is red. Jorge's is green. Not really. I'm kidding. Um, okay. Nate and Jorge, you guys, this is going to be amazing, 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 amazing fight. Uh, Nate Diaz, 34. He's six feet tall with a 76-inch reach versus Jorge Masvidal. He's 34 as well, 5'11 with a 74-inch reach. Um, Nate Diaz, boxing, jiu-jitsu. He is a second-degree black belt. Uh Striking, great cardio, insane cardio, and people forget that Nate also, um, I think people underestimate his wrestling. He's got a pretty good little wrestling game there. Jorge Masvidal, kickboxing, he does have KO power, uh, striker, uh, has won six of his last ten. Trivia, both of these guys have lost to a Thompson. Not the same Thompson, but they have lost to a Thompson. Um, (laughs) Nate. Okay. Is a slow Just starter, Thompson. right? Thompson with the P versus Thompson with no P. Um, either of the, both of these guys have one KO loss. Uh, Nate in 2013, Masvidal in 2008. So these guys have a chin on them. Uh, Nate is uh, five KOs with 11 subs. Jorge Masvidal is 15 KOs with two subs. Um, you know, Nate, Nate is a slow starter, which is a good thing that this is five rounds. I think that for Nate, cardio and pressure are key. Um, I, I think he knows what to expect with Masvidal. I think they're going to stand and uh, stand and bang, but initially it's going to go to a fourth-round sub by Nate Diaz, and he will be the baddest okay. motherfucker ever. Sub, Amen. fourth. Diaz, on, Pammy. Um, note, all right. The, now, of, the, yep. the, the media darling for ESPN has been Jorge Masvidal. He's been on all the shows. Yeah, he's been on all the shows. Yeah, you can see him on even on uh, the Embedded. He's been on all the shows. Okay, so guys, um, let's throw to DJ Tony here. DJ Tony. Now, this is number three, Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. Number seven, of course, that's the one stat that Pammy did not give us. Uh, thank you oh, very thanks. much, though, Pammy, for breaking it all down. I do appreciate that. Um, as Marco said, both these guys moving up from uh, the lightweight division into the welterweight division, Tony, uh, uh, it seems like a big seller. It seems like a great fight. And uh, my casual fan uh, 
Stephen of Savory Goldsmithing, you know, I've mentioned him many times, DJ Tony. He says to me, what's your breakdown on this fight? And I said, I don't know, man. What you got, DJ Tony? Well, I'll, I'll make it fast because we're already 25 minutes into the show. I mean, basically half the show's yep, already done. I appreciate but that. But they're both uh, basically smaller fighters that are moving up only in stature, right? I mean, it, it's Nick, yes. uh, Nate, forgive me, is legit six feet, if not six one. Uh, Masvidal, okay, 5'11". Yeah, I'm also 6'1 six, six in shoes. So who the heck knows, right? But Or six feet, <laughs> whatever. But here, we're talking about Masvidal having all this cardio. He doesn't. He actually takes, historically, he's taken rounds off. And if you see who yeah. he's beaten, and both of these guys, by the way, are double-digit losers, right, in terms of, and, and they're, they're, all, they're winners, clearly. But, I mean, they both have lost more than 10 times. If you look at who, who uh, Masvidal has beaten, right, and he has historically gone on three fight win streaks before, but it's very rare. Lost to Henderson, uh, Bendo, lost to Larkin. Then he beats three juggernauts, and I'm being facetious, Ross Pearson, Jake Humberg, then loses uh, <laughs> to, to, uh, to Damian Maya and, and uh, Stephen Thompson, like Pam said. Then beats Darren Till. That was a surprise to me. Then beats Ben Askren, that one's kind of fluky, sort of. I know he practiced on it, but come on, it had a hit at the right time. He's doing a lot of interviews. He's doing a lot of press. This is the biggest fight he's ever been in. I'm giving it to Nate Diaz, and I think Nate Diaz is going to outstrike him. I do think it's going to go to a decision. I'm also the original decisionator. I'm going decision, Nate Diaz. Okay. All right. Right on. Um, no, I think, Tony, you make good points there because uh, this is Jorge Masvidal really breaking through. You know, we, we, we started to talk about Jorge Masvidal with the three-piece in a soda, right? That's that is where super he really, necessary. I mean, yep. it's super necessary to talk about him? Yep. No, that's, that's his phase. It's, it's very good. It's his what? You broke up a bit, Tony. Sorry. That's, that's, Marco, tell him. It is super necessary. That is his catchphrase. Okay. Uh, again, I don't. I don't watch any of the media, so you guys okay. are way ahead of me and and catching all the catchphrases and stuff. So I do apologize. Uh, yeah, okay, it is okay. super necessary. A little, absolutely. A little bit of background. When when they ask him, was it necessary to get uh, Ben Askren the extra hits <laughs> after the knee? And he will, he said it was super necessary. Oh, for sure it was super necessary. I agree 100%. Absolutely. And that's what endeared him to the fans, right? If if somebody's mm-hmm. running their mouth and you go out there and, and do what he did, uh, it's it's exactly I, – I, I did not feel bad for Ben Askren at all in that particular aftermath of the fight. Jorge Masvidal, as you said, Tony, yeah, he, he worked on it. And, yeah, it was – maybe it was fluky, but you know what? It did exactly what they what they planned to do. It worked exactly like they wanted it to. Uh, and again, Ben Askren showing that he's going to put his head down, and you can you can put your knee right into it. Yeah, perfect. And and I don't have a problem with what he did. Anyway, long story short, I'm going to take Nate Diaz here, guys. I think that, like you said, Tony. Uh, yeah, the cardio is pretty good on both guys, but as we know, the Diaz brothers. Uh, will wear you down. Um, they will slap you in the face. They will talk to you. And, of course, Jorge Masvidal is not going to go away. I mean, he's, he, he's been fighting in backyards for a long period of time. I mean, we've seen him on the videotapes, on the YouTubes, 
DJ Tony, um, fighting people in backyards. So he's no joke. This is a great fight. When uh, Stephen Savory asked me, what's your thoughts on this fight? I said, dude, I don't know. Both of these guys are excellent boxers, right, Pammy? They're so yep. good on the feet. If it goes to the ground, Jorge Masvidal, of course, coming out of a great camp at ATT, is, is uh, uh, obviously trained on the ground. But Nate Diaz is, is something uh, extraordinary on the ground. And look what he did to Conor McGregor. Um, look what the, he did to many people. I mean, do you remember that finish, Marco, when he was given the double birds on, on Fox? Man, nothing pleased gonna, me more than seeing that. That was freaking fantastic. Triangle yeah. choke, double birds. It was fantastic. Both of these guys are showing us exactly – what I mean, you can be a tough guy in the ring and you can be a tough guy out of the ring, but you don't need to be a fucking clown. You know what I mean? These both these guys, if you walked up to them on the street and they said something to you, DJ Tony, you'd walk away. You would just go, yep, you're right. I'm a I'm a coward. I'm going to get out of here. So uh, none of these guys are losing style points for me. They both look good getting off the bus, whether it be in attitude or, or in, in um, uh, figure. Um, I'm going to take Nate Diaz, though, guys. I think that this one's going to be really high-paced, and Nate's going to be on his bike like he does um, and, and work his way around, work his boxing, get out of the way of whatever Jorge um, is planning, of course, you can't plan. You can't plan for for Diaz. He's going to do all kinds of different stuff. What, are you going to kick his leg? Okay, maybe if Jorge puts in the the leg kick. But we've seen Nate, the Nate Diaz and his brother walk right through those kicks. So again, it's a hard one to call. But I'm going to take uh, Nate Diaz by third round uh, submission. Mm, good good job. Yep. So and everybody, everybody going for Diaz on this one. Um, yep. I, I mean, so if, if on this show, if Jorge wins, he's shocking the world for us. But you know what? I, I think, too, I think if Jorge wins, uh, nobody's going to be upset. No. No one. No, I don't think so either. You know? I don't think so either. I think, um, I think that this BMF title, let's talk about the BMF title for a second because we've – we haven't really broached it, but this is kind of hokey, right, Pammy? Like, it's kind of a WWE style. I mean, they're going to have The Rock put the, the title on whomever it is. It's just kind of hokey, though. But I think it's gaining a lot of interest. And this is, honestly, we've been saying this, DJ Tony, for a long period of time that, you know, they really need to get, let their fighters show their personality, especially with the Reebok, um, yeah, the Reebok, yeah. uh, contract coming in like everybody lost their personality right marco everybody lost their personality and we're just as we're getting on into espn era one year in i think we're kind of like seeing these personalities come out yeah guys who wants to go first anybody pick me pick me yes marco go uh dude i like this bms title like for once we're having a fun fight this is not about titles or, or, or Brian Rice. Well, it's about Brian Rice, you know. The BMS title is a Brian It's definitely Rice. about a title, too. Yeah. yeah. It's a, but have you noticed that everybody and their mother wants to get the winner of the BMS title now? It's, right. I think Absolutely. It's going it's to become a, a thing of its own. You know, it's going to become an entity on its own. Even if they don't, quote-unquote, defend it ever, 
whoever got the BMF title is going to be the linear champion, and everybody's going to want to try to fight that guy because it becomes a money fight. Uh, I'm, I'm happy, dude. I, I, I got no issues whatsoever. It became very organic, you know. Uh, they, 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 they manifested it into existence by the sheer will of Nate Diaz. So whatever Nate Diaz that turns into gold, so I'm really cool with it, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I think, you know, it's funny because as, as many people that are maybe talking shit about this, that's the belt that they want, <laughs> you know? And um, yeah, I, absolutely. Think that, I, th- I think it's just, it's like Marco said, this is fun, you know, it's fun. It's, it's you know, it's these two guys that don't take themselves, you know, they're just there to fight. They, they, don't, they don't care about the other belt. This was made especially for them and who else can say that? That oh, they made a belt especially for me. Nobody else can say that. True. So I'm, I'm glad. You know, I'm Tony thoughts. I'll just put it to you this way, guys. Years ago, when I started calling Junkie, I said, "Hey, why did, why don't the the fighters ever have a backup? Why doesn't the UFC basically just pay someone?" Remember this call. They, they said it'll never happen. It happened. I said, "What about having some sort of TV title?" Or some sort of fake title so they could have yeah. you know more excitement. It'll never happen. It happened. So all I'm gonna say is I told you so. Yeah. You know what? It's, you know it's funny, I actually remember it. Go ahead. Tony just dropped the mic. Marco? Yeah, Marco yeah, he does get to drop the mic. Yeah. Okay, so let's move along, guys, to uh, the co-main event, of course, uh, which I mentioned at the top of the show is in jeopardy. To the co-main event we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This fight, as I mentioned at the top of the show, is in jeopardy. It's now one hour ago reported by Ariel Hawani. Let's give it props to Ariel Hawani, and I'll read this straight off the Twitterverse. Kelvin Gastelum says that he has been told that Darren Till will be here tomorrow, which, of course, is uh, the 31st of October. That's Thursday in fight week. If Till doesn't get his visa, he doesn't seem keen on fighting Jared Cannonier, who I assume is the UFC's backup for Kelvin Gastelum. Gastelum says, quote, it's not fair to me to have to fight him on Two days notice. Marco, let's throw directly back to you. Um, so the co-main event is in jeopardy. You guys were, were telling me, why are we going to do this fight, uh, uh, you know, just in case it doesn't happen. But I want to do it just in case it does happen. So your thoughts on that breaking news right now, Marco, go. Okay, so I hope this fight happens. Hopefully they're going to get it all out on out. You know, the UFC does have really good luck. I hope it happens too. Um, yeah. I don't think uh, the traveling is going to be an issue for Phil's uh, wake-up because, you know, he doesn't have to drop to 170. It's a 185 fight. So it, that should be okay, hopefully. Uh, okay, in the case this fight happens, I still don't like the fight for Darren Phil. I mean, he's with fighting Kelvin freaking Gastelum. I got that not only okay. really good wrestling, but got outstanding boxing. And every single person that he has faced at middleweight, he has dropped. He dropped Michael, knockout Michael Bisping, dropped Chris Wyman, freaking, uh, dropped uh, even Israel Arisanya, have a taste of uh, Kelvin Gaston Power, the current champion. So, True. 
it is a, a very dangerous fight for Garantil. I know he wants to make a splash, but he's coming out of two straight knockouts, man. Freaking, uh, it was not a good sign for freaking Garantil. And uh, I think that uh, he thinks he's going to be able to, to like, uh, outmuscle or, or be the bigger guy against Catalon. Gastelon don't give a shit. He has fought the guys of Uriah Hall, Adesanya, Bispin, freaking, you name it, he has fought them, and they were all bigger than him. It didn't freaking matter. I'm picking Kelvin Gastelon. I'm picking Kelvin Gastelon by knockout on the second round. So there you go. Not a decision this time. Straight out knockout by Kelvin. Okay. It is fine. It is That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. And, and, and uh, Marco, let me give you the odds right now because uh, as we speak and the news has broken that perhaps Till won't make the fight. Till <gasps> is at a plus 175 right now. Gaslam in a minus 210. Pammy, um, mm-hmm. I mean, if this fight goes down, it's, okay, let's start at the beginning. Give your thoughts, okay. uh, you know, about the news, and then tell us what your pick is, please. It's crazy about the news because I, I would assume if you, you are a fighter like he is and you are probably going to be traveling like he is, I would assume that you would try to get those visa, visa issues Straightened out ASAP, period. But um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you said uh, Till is uh, coming off of two straight knockouts. I'm going to say he's going to be coming off three straight knockouts. Uh, you know what? I, I, I like Kelvin. He's in, I've been keeping up with Embedded and all that other good stuff. And Man, this dude, he's yeah. so hyped. This guy is boxing, wrestling. He is uh, I didn't know that he was a black belt in jiu-jitsu. He has great cardio, won um, six of his last ten. Uh, Darren Till has won eight of his last ten. Uh, the reach, um, oh, shoot, I didn't write down Kelvin's reach, but um, Darren Till is a bigger guy, but Kelvin, that's all he fights is bigger guys. I don't think he's fought anybody really his size. Um, I, I'm picking him by um, reach for Kelvin. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, I think sometimes the reach advantage is a disadvantage because you overreach. So okay. um, I'm going with Kelvin, and I couldn't remember if this was five or three. The co is always three. five. Three, 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 three. It's three? Okay. Then I've got him by – I'm going to pick him by a second-round TKO. I had KO on here, but I was like, well, how many rounds yeah, it's okay. is this? I get confused, man. It's the same. Exactly. We'll give you the points whether or not he gets a knockout or a TKO. Uh, We will give you the full points for that, Pammy, as we always do. All right, DJ Tony, thank you for dropping the Kevin drop. It always pleases me. Um, DJ Tony, uh, who you got here? Kelvin Kelvin Gasolum, number four. Um, They're giving Darren Till um, the designation of number nine. Um, in the middleweight division, so I don't know what we're doing here. Who, who do you got? Do you got the worst tattoo in, in history, or do you got uh, Kevin Kelvin Gaston? Make it quick, like Pam usually Ooh. does. Um, so loses to a shorter fighter in Tyron Woodley, loses to a shorter fighter in Jorge Masvidal. When things are going on yep. in uh, Darren Till's world, he does not react well. I'm going Kelvin Gaston. Third round, okay. TKO. Awesome. Third round, T. 
TKO. Yeah, if this one goes down, guys, I think that <laughs> if this one actually happens, DJ Tony and, and, and Darren Till shows up. And again, guys, you have to remember that getting a, a, a working visa for people coming into the United States of America or, of course, into Canada is very hard when they have uh, like a criminal record of, uh, you say, um, you know, whatever it is that Darren Till did on uh, a particular island that got him into trouble. I think that's probably what's holding up the works here. Um, maybe the UFC is able to grease the wheels a little bit. Of course, they have uh, the ear of the president uh, in your country, to say the least. Um if this go, one goes down, I think we see Deer and Till feel, like you said, uh, Marco, feel very comfortable at this weight. I, I, I don't know, like you said, if the, the flight over will it affect him at all. I don't think it will. Of course, he's not trying to get down to welterweight this time. But as you said, Pammy, um, he, he loses to the shorter fighter. And, and, Mar- and uh, uh, Proteus, I'm calling you Proteus, DJ Tony. Wow. DJ Tony, like you said, I mean, the the shorter fighters seem to have uh, kind of a success against Darren Till. I don't know if it was too much too fast for Darren Till because we, we really did think that he was going to be uh, something big. And, of course, he has not uh, shown to be that. He thinks he's something big, of course, trashing hotel rooms and causing havoc on, on, uh, on islands. So um, I'm going to go ahead and, and stick with the proven – commodity in this division so far i mean yes kelvin is moving up but he seems to be a very strong fighter at this particular weight like you said uh taking out uh, larger fighters than him routinely so i am also going with gasolum um i'm gonna go with decision on this one though guys i think they're both gonna oh uh, decisionator i love i love yeah that's the best one gimmick infringement is the best one because I never pick decisions. The only reason I pick decision is because there's three. Everybody's being really confident about what their picks are. KO, KO, TKO. Uh, and I love it. You guys are great. Kevin! No one ever gets any rest around here. Everybody gets digged <laughs> out every time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Gaslam decision. So, let's recap that, guys. Uh, the main event, of course, Marco going decision by uh, Nate Diaz. Pam going with a submission in the fourth by Nate Diaz. DJ Tony also going with decision, agreeing with Marco um, for Diaz. And Proteus going with a submission in the third round for Diaz. In the Colmian event, if it happens to go down, ladies oh and gentlemen, goodness. Marco is picking Gasolum. Pam, DJ Tony, and Proteus all picking Gasolum. Marco picking Second round TKO, KO. Pam agreeing with Marco. DJ Tony going with third round TKO. And of course, as I just mentioned, I am going with a decision. Spotlight fight of the night. Marco, go. Gregor Gillespie, Kevin Lee. I say this is Gregor oh! Gillespie. The best fisherman in MMA. As Gregor Ooh. Gillespie's coming out, coming out party, I think he trucks Kevin Lee and freaking submits him on the second round. Kevin, uh, Gregor Gillespie becomes a freaking. Uh, Second round submission. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Marco. That's the one fight that's going to be very interesting. Both wrestlers, but like you said, uh, on previous shows, Gregor Gillespie probably has the, um, the is, higher level of wrestling. There is levels to this shit. Gregor Gillespie, former national champion. 
and uh, yeah, he's a he's a machine, dude. Gregor Gillespie, brother. Tammy, spotlight fight of the night. Well, that was exactly my spotlight fight of the night. I had even texted you all. That's my spotlight fight. Uh, I haven't even picked him. I had even picked him with the second round submission. So you all talk, and I'll pick a different one. No, no, no. You're going with second round submission for Gillespie as well. Yes. Okay, DJ Tony. I'll tell you, this card is stacked, so that's why I'm actually going to go with a legit pick right now. Stephen Thompson coming back <laughs> and fighting. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being dead serious. I mean, this 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 is a good card. Stephen Thompson actually coming back after really a long extended uh, layoff. And let's be frank, he's one, three, and one in his last five. Desperately needs a win or to retire because even though he's Stephen uh, Wonderboy Thompson, he's getting up Wonder there Man. and he's going to fight a very Fantastic young fighter in Vicente Luque, guys. I have Chilean Vicente Luque. He's that is from Chile. Oh, look. Hey, I'm going with Vicente Luque. Uh, let's go with submission. Putting uh, Wonder so Boy cute, to sleep. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I, well, I don't, don't they do a, a side-by-side with him and Calvin Gaston? Don't they look alike? Like brothers from another mother? We talked about this on a previous show. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Can I change five. something real quick? Can I change something no. real quick? No. No. No, she hasn't no. gone. Yeah, she needs to. She hasn't picked her no. response. I did, but, but I, I'm still picking please? my guy. Wait, but, oh. wait. Okay, wait. Okay, coming up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. DJ Tony, by what? I, I said I he's putting Thompson to sleep. by what? I said he's put Thompson okay. to Submission. sleep for the third time. What yeah. round? What round? Uh, second round. Second round submission. No, third Jesus round submission. Right. Okay. Edit. Okay. So, DJ Tony, Vicente Luque, third round submission. Pammy, what did you have to say? <laughs> I am changing. Uh, I'm still going to Gregor Gillespie, but I'm, I'm doing MMA math here. He's due for a KO. Um, I'm changing my submission to a KO, but I'm going first round KO. All right. First, you're even changing your round as well. Thank you very much. It's okay. So not only are you changing the method of his uh, finish, but you're also changing the round of the finish because you checked yes, you, you had second round, round to there. KO. Yes. Okay. So let me just recap so that everybody feels good about themselves. Marco, <laughs> you are going good. with Gillespie. I know that I would now. I am going to Gillespie. Second round submission. I already say that. Thank you, Pammy. You were also your spotlight fight of the night is also mm-hmm. going to be Gregor Gillespie, the best fisherman in the UFC or in MMA. Yeah. Fight first round yeah. KO. Yes. All right, and DJ Tony, you are going with Vicente Luque by third round submission. Yes, sir. Uh, Wonderful. My spotlight fight of the night is also going to is going back to Texas, Marco. These nuts is hot. Derek Lewis <laughs> is on this particular fight card. I'm going to go ahead and take Derek Lewis in this one, guys. I know he's going up against uh, Blagoye uh, uh, Ivanov. I mean, definitely a, 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 a talented fighter. Definitely uh 
tough as nails, but I don't know if he can Good. compete they with the the amount. They start even up on the heart. One more time. Even was stopped on the heart. He, oh, he somebody true. tougher than him. There's no one tougher than even up. He got to stop on the. But heart. he's number eight in the division, Marco. He's number eight in the division. I mean, he may be boring or, or whatever you're saying, but seventeen two and zero with one no contest. No, no, no. What he's saying is that Blagoy Ivanov got stabbed in the heart. Yeah, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that you story? Remember that? You can see the, he is the, can see the scar in his, his, his photo. He's the toughest mofo yeah, the heavyweight division. he's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. And I think Derek Lewis Sorry, is going to have cold balls up in New York at this time of the year, no? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? He can still get the, he can still get his Popeyes, so he's not worried about it because he's in uh, America. So don't don't worry what, about it. His his balls will be pick? fine. What's your pick? Yeah, I mean it's it, 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 again. Ivanov is a tough son of a bitch. I'm going to take Derek Lewis um, because he needs this, right? I mean Derek Lewis, uh, uh, Marco, uh, uh, even though he's very popular, he needs to actually keep winning. So I'm going to take Lewis. I'm going to take him um, again. I think I'm going to go with decision on – no, I'm not. Fuck you, Matt. I'm going to go with uh, second round. I'm going to go with second round submission. We have not seen a submission out of Derek Lewis in a very long time. So because I'm taking he second round submission. Hey, do you remember? I remember being back in two two Toronto events ago. Derek Lewis pulled a submission out of his ass. No, you remember that, Marco? No. Yes, he did. Pull a knockout out of his ass. Stop scratching me. No. He's never had a submission. You don't remember? Are you sure? I'm looking at it. I remember watching it. No, I'm looking at his record right now. He's never had a submission. You, you must Maybe be in the bedroom. No, you know what? Proteus is right. Proteus is right. What? He, submitted, ah! he, he submitted Rakeem Cleveland. Uh, he's right. Uh, nine years ago. Um, Proteus is right. <laughs> he, di- he did. <laughs> okay. So the second observation, Proteus. Good. It definitely I, I, wasn't. It definitely wasn't nine years ago. Anyways, uh, I'm taking Derek Lewis submission second round. All right, guys. You're, so let's you're, go ahead you're right, and wrap show it, up. it was only eight days and eleven months because it was November 12, 2010. My bad. All right, you're right. 2010. That's 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 exactly the right t- time frame. I was there. I was. There's a picture of me with uh, all of the journalists. Oh, wow. In uh, uh, a Buffalo, uh, a Boston pizza. Yeah, it was a good time. We had a good time. Anyways, let's wrap this show up, guys. Great we show. We made it. We did make it through. Everybody took a, a, the, the appropriate chance to make fun of Proteus <laughs> on this show. So, wonderful. Why not? Hey, I have a joke. I have, throw to you. I have a joke before we go. Why can't ghosts get? Why why can't ghosts make babies? Uh, I don't know why. Uh, you give up? Yeah, yeah, Because they have Halloweenies. <laughs> oh, uh, damn! I got a joke. I got another joke. I got another joke for you. Okay. 
You ready? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Why did the orange stop halfway up the hill? Why did he ran out of juice? Oh, oh my God. Oh, all right. Okay, all right. One more. one more. Yep. How do you spot oh. Ronald McDonald on a nude beach? Uh, His white face. He's the one with the sesame seed buns. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Wow. And with that, all right. best fit of the show. And with that, Waterfall of the week, Pammy, or guilty pleasure. Not you know what? Joke. Follow of the week, Nate fucking Diaz. Nate Diaz two oh nine. Enough said. It doesn't. It doesn't say fucking in his Twitter. Fu- in his well, Twitter address. Well, that's my. That's my. That was my um, adjective. That's an adjective, right? Describing. He words? should yeah, change no? it. Oh man! He well, change DMF it. Nate, Nate Diaz, pretty fucking soon. Diaz two oh nine. Nate fucking Diaz. Got it. I'm All so right. Excited. Thank you, Pammy. Oh my gosh. Y'all have a good evening. Yeah, you seem excited. Hey, fight party at my house right. if you happen to be in Wilmington. <laughs> <laughs> Drop by. If you know where Pam lives. <laughs> no, no, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, DJ Tony. Uh, do you have a Twitter follow or guilty pleasure of the week for yes, us? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So uh, my guilty pleasure is ESPN's Why We Fight. Shout out to the beautiful Kaz Zingano who just signed with Bellator, but I am not one to believe in conspiracy theories. I'm not one to believe in ghosts, Bigfoot or anything, but I've changed my mind. So now I believe in flat earth, Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, everything else oh is fake. And I believe in USADA. So shout out to USADA. We follow USADA because they always do things the right way. At US Anti-Doping. Thank you, DJ Tony. Uh, Marco, I don't have anything for you this week, so Marco, go ahead and get us out of here for this week, brother. Ah, my guilty pleasure is the World Series. I want to watch Game 7, the Nats versus the Astros, see who's going to win the dance thing. It's been entertaining. Uh, follow Tony Dilletto and DJ Tony. Follow Producer and Produce. Follow Para Pandora Box. Follow me and Maldo Marco. Follow the show at another MMA cast, Red and Reviewers, where in... Google Play, iTunes, Block Talk Radio, Spotify. This show, I guess, was in order of ideas because it seemed like everybody smoked something today. It was so much fun. <laughs> BMF title on the line on Saturday. Masvidal versus Diaz. Don't miss it on freaking ESPN Plus pay-per-view. We better leave you guys. Guys, you got this week. Enjoy the party. Hey, Marco, what's next week? What's the fight next week? Don't give a shit. We'll talk about it next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, Pammy. We're out of here. Bye. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. 